A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Hi, girl. This new year, start a healthy habit taking care of your skin. You find the right skincare routine. You feel confident. You feel ready to go to Malibu, go to a move into a mansion and get hit on by a race car driver slash realtor in a cardigan. BioClarity is a three-step skincare regimen that delivers glowing, clear skin by reducing redness and boosts your natural confidence. What's cool about it, a lot of other acne treatments, they sort of irritate the skin or they dry them out. But BioClarity is packed with clarifying botanicals and new Floralux an ingredient derived from chlorophyll that won't irritate your skin. Plus, it's 100% vegan and cruelty-free, and it's delivered right to your door. It is a three-step process. It's really cool. I think you guys will love it. You get a foaming cleanser. You get a treatment. You get a restorative gel. You can use it twice daily. It won't dry out your face. So start the new year with a healthy habit. Go to bioclarity.com. My listeners will get their first month for only $9.95 plus free shipping. That is a $20 savings, and it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. But you need to enter my code ROSE. That's bioclarity.com and enter my code ROSE. Hi, guys. It's Arden. I'm in my hotel in Atlanta, and um, it's going to be sort of an abbreviated podcast today because I have been shooting every day, which is very exciting. Um but that means it's been hard to actually do the podcast. But I did a short one today with Sarah Colonna, who's on my show with me. We did it in her dressing room, and it got cut off at the end. So my apologies. But the good news is um, we will be going over anything that was missed this weekend at Sketchfest, San Francisco Sketchfest, this Sunday at 4 p.m. at Cobb's Comedy Club. I will be with my girl, Erin, with Secretary of State Patrick Brewster, with creepy uncle Steve Heitner. I will be with Bachelor of the Year, Robert Benedict. Anna will be there. I think Katie will be there. But then we will have the hottest Russian accountant in ever to wear teenage ladies' leggings, uh, Alex. 
next, we will have the hilarious dolphin, um, the dolphin slash shark, Alexis, and we have the sexy, sassy Jasmine will all be joining us this Sunday, 4 p.m., Cobb's Comedy Club as part of San Francisco Sketch Fest. You can get tickets on our Facebook page. And at the very end, I will read the... I will read the tweets that got cut off in a couple of emails. So thank you for listening. I know it's a shorty today, but we will we will work it all out this Sunday. And the, that podcast will be going up live, I believe, next Monday. Okay. Goodbye. Now entering Nerdist.com. Oh, lovers. You're coming from a Atlanta, Georgia today. From the trailer of a lover and friend. Will you accept this rose? Oh, uh oh. Hello, girl. It's not really any way for me to turn off the volume on the text and let you have music. No, I get it. I understand. That's the kind of raw realness you're getting. You just, you just heard the audio of a Super Bowl winner texting in over the most important theme song known to man. Hello. Arden Marine, welcome to a very special episode of Will You Accept This Rose? I am here in Atlanta, Georgia, basically on the set. I am in the trailer with a Will You Accept This Rose podcast favorite. Uh, she's been on. Do you feel like it's warm in here? No, I like it. Okay, okay. It's so fucking cold out. I know. Um, you might recognize that sultry, dulcet tones <laughs> from uh, Chelsea lately, but you will soon this August recognize mm-hmm. her from the cast of the most important television show. Next to the Sopranos that has ever happened. It's true. The Insatiables, Miss Sarah Kalana. Sarah. Hey, Arden. Hi, but we really spent a weekend together, we didn't did. we? We did, because we're working on this show together. We went to a drag club. We went to a drag show together. Which we was amazing. We went I to watched, a drag show. We went with, to a drag show and we watched football together. We did two very different things. I will say the drag show, we got to go with our lovely co-worker, Alyssa Milano. Turns out every drag queen is named Alyssa after Alyssa Milano. That's right. That's right. They did say it was after her. She was a pretty good sport about it. But yeah. after like the 15th, I think she was like, all right, I guess I get it. You're the boss. And it was like, time to go. <laughs> <laughs> when Tony Danza came out in full face contour and was dancing, it was time to she go. She was like, it's time. It's time. And then, and then I got to go watch at our co-star, Dallas Roberts. He hosted, guys, I saw my first football game. Aaron Foley would be so proud. I can't believe you went this long in life without watching a football game. I've napped to a few football games. I like this roar of the crowd. <laughs> I like to think I'm killing it. Honestly, I, my, my dad used to watch a lot of sports, but football was the one game that I never understood. So, yeah. like, I can kind of follow tennis or I could follow soccer or basketball. Like, I just don't get the rules. Like, we're not a sporty family, you yeah. know? Yeah, the rules are confusing. The rules are, but it was so exciting to watch with you and John Ryan, your husband, who is the captain of the Seattle Seahawks, and he let me wear a Super Bowl He ring. did. He let you take a picture with it and wear it as long as you want it. Has he ever worn that, like, early on? We're like, we wear that while we make sweet, sweet love. Have you made love with a Super Bowl ring on? I don't think I have. 
It's too bulky. It or have you won the race? Things. It would get in the way of things. It is bulky. Yeah, you don't want that coming to your, like your nether region. With no. that. There's, a lot, of, there's the, a lot of metal in there. The first night he got it, yeah. I do uh, remember that I passed out with it on. Because I, I was like, oh, let me wear it for a minute. And then I fell asleep. Oh, my God. I, I liked, in my <laughs> mind, you were so psyched to have it on that you went on some weird bender. And then you woke up, you passed out, and you're like, what happened? Like next thing you knew, you were like deep, like almost in Mexico. You only got you got past San Diego, but yeah. not quite over the border. Not quite, just to Tijuana. You were trying. You got to Tijuana. <laughs> you got involved in some shady shit, and no, here we go. I was in Tacoma doing a show, so it was like it wasn't even exciting. Are you but guys like royalty in Washington State? We, uh, you know, we are. Um, we were voted the third most powerful couple in. Um, Sports after oh. Russ Wilson okay. and his wife as Sierra. Okay. And then someone else. But you're number. And then we got like 3%. Sierra Wag. We got you're, like 3% of the that's vote. That's so good. I'm, and it was in the, on, on a, a newspaper. And I was like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. I want to tell you my best thing I ever got. I can't even believe I got 3%. I got 3% once on who wore it better. It was a dress. Like, here's what I realized you want to make it into magazines. Scour like Getty Images. Look, find an outfit that some much more famous, like some very famous person has worn that you'll clearly look worse in, right? Mm -hmm. And then buy, like, buy or like buy the outfit so you can take the hit and like in touch when they're like, who wore it better, like Olivia Wilde or whatever. Like, I'll always look worse, and I got like one percent of the vote. Which was like a pity vote. I wish I would have seen that. Uh, you know what? It was me and Hayden Panettiere, and I got like 3% of the vote. And it was the best thing. And I was like, this is genius. If I could afford the same dresses that these gals get. You could just I do would this take, all the time. I would get the hit all the time. I would look worse than everyone. Thank you so much. <laughs> well, okay, so you, we don't, we have somewhat of a, uh, we have to sort of be brief today because we're actually filming, but this is how important it was to us that America needed to break down. Yes. The maybe sure the most. Now, I think Nick's season was more boring, but I, this is very boring in a different way. Now, your husband got you into this, and he yeah. liked Ari until last night. Is that correct? I think he still likes him. He wasn't as offended by him as I am. Yes, you I, got mad. I, I got that. him. I found him a little creepy last night. He I, watching it. My overall impression was because I because I host the bachelor podcast i did my research and i i'd never seen emily maynard season so i watched mm. it this fall and i actually found that i didn't want to but i liked ari oh. but then watching it now i'm like he's been on the vine too long and now i watch him he's disgusting he doesn't ask one question he's a dumb dumb and i think he's a sex addict i like that you came up with sex addict i think be i don't know where that exactly like you just read like his words. i just felt like all he is is like in my mind the, the guys i know that and again I don't really know I know nothing about actual sex addiction but I feel like it feels like he's he's just he's almost dangerous because he does seem sincere and it's almost a narcissistic way just to he's not going to ask a question but he's going to seem like a nice guy and somewhat dopey yeah. But he just wants to fuck every. Yeah, he, he doesn't. He doesn't ask anyone a question about no, themselves. No, no one. He makes out with all of them, and then I, I don't care about an age difference. Yeah, like no. as long as it's legal and it's yeah, fine. Yeah, I don't care either. But something about him with the nanny it's, last night gave me the fucking creeps. I agree with you. I don't know what it was. He was like, it was the way he was talking to her, and it was like, 
it seemed so like he was so aware of how young she is, yeah. and he was like still so wanting to into fuck her. It. He was still so yes, yeah. And, and she's only on to be on TV. She has oh, like Instagram followers yeah. where she like makes the jokes about herself, and so she's just trying to be, which is fine. Like whatever, half of them are, but she's not into Ari. No, what's weird about it and is he's too dumb, and they're really playing to care. They're really playing up. Like he's the same age Nick was last year, but they're really playing up like. Grandpa Moses, like the fucking cardigans and like the kid, like he's like he's like he's. They're playing up how old, like like he's basically like, I'm really boring. I'm really old. I just like to go to bed. I'm also just overall because he's only thirty six. I'm like, like dude, yeah. I can't. I mean, when I'm thirty six, I hope that I still have some pep in my step. Yeah, (laughs) I'm so excited I can finally drive a car when I rent it. But I feel like. I was also watching just my overall impression of him, like, when they go to Lake Tahoe and we'll get there. It's like, this is a guy who has no, he has no curiosity about any of the world. Like, aside from other people, he's like, traveling is good because traveling has trees and boats and people. And then you get to fuck people in a different town. Like, that's all. There's no curiosity. So I have to also say, normally I'm such a freak when I host this and I pause it and I can write down everything verbatim, but I'm staying in a hotel and so I can't pause it. So this is, it's also like the handwriting is the insane (laughs) scribbling of real time. So it was a real, it was really featuring, I would say the main players were Crystal, who's, oh, give me your take She's bananas. Oh my God, here's... As a person with an odd voice, it's like as the night went on, she was barely audible by the end. It was like, yeah. I mean, I don't like if you have a, if you can't help your voice, you can't help your voice. That's but not a real voice. That's not real. That's not a real. It's voice. not real. It's because not a real voice. It changes a lot, so it's definitely not real. She's so fucked up. Okay, here we go. And she's real crazy. So we start out, and and there's a preview of the episode, and she says, "I'm not sure what I'm gonna do, but it's gonna be flawless." Like the. Do she a statement ever made? Yeah. I just wanted, like, if I were her, I would have wished I could have, like, disengaged my hamstring enough to reach up and kick myself in the teeth in the face after yes. I said that. Yes. Um, so then there's a whole thing out in the pool. There's young Becca swimming, like, a little, like, she's, she's just fun. She's carefree. She's a fun nanny. She'll swim with your kids before she fucks your husband. Right, totally. Just <laughs> swimming in the pool. Like, yeah. I just fun. I'm a good sport. I horseback ride. Always with, like, some sort of shrug off her shoulders. Like, put your fucking coat up. Yeah, what did she say? I can't. I always have to be in fur or something. Yeah, it's like she her faux fur. It's like, dude. Uh, like, doesn't make you mysterious. It just means you shop at Forever 21. As right. Nothing wrong with that. Um, so then we... So there's... Everybody's just, like, realizing that she's a real threat. She's swimming by the pool. And everybody's talking about the age difference. Does he know? Oh, my God. Like, they're setting up the big age difference right. thing. And like, and they're all like, for sure, when Ari finds out, she's gone. No. And like, no. no fuck. Not only is she not gone, it's gonna be a boner the creepier. size of like, yeah. It was like Washington was, Monument. You could see him get so erect when she said she was twenty two, and you that's heard, like, what a, I a thump at the bottom of the table. Yeah. And like, that's like, what I was like, like crashing down at his dick, like yeah. Like, and that's what I was done with him because I was like, if you're only turned on because she's younger, then you're creeping me out. He was like, I thought you were 26, <laughs> but you're, oh my God, you're barely oh. legal. <laughs> you know he's As so turned on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I play Ari. Uh, so, they, so they're swimming and somebody, and then Crystal goes, this is a man who knows what he wants. 
and I'll be the voice of reason and that voice of reality. And then they wheel out the... She shouldn't say anything about voice. (laughs) Oh my God, I'm like, girl, you should just... And then they wheel out the corpse of Chris Harrison, who's like, ladies, like an animatronic. He's like, ladies, it's time to pack your... Ari's already left. And they have to pretend like they care. Nobody wants to fuck Ari. They wanted to fuck Peter, but Peter wasn't available. Yeah. So they're like, pack your bags. You're going on a world tour. First stop, South Lake Tahoe. What the fuck is South Lake Tahoe? I don't know what that means. What is South Lake Tahoe? I guess it's where they can film. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I don't know. Maybe regular Lake Tahoe. Somebody tweeted at us that it was like, the first place we got a Groupon was South Lake Tahoe. (laughs) Have you ever been to Lake Tahoe? I have not. It actually looked pretty. It is. It's supposed to be great. I have a friend that just, Chris Frangiola, he just performed at Lake Tahoe. At the Improv, and he says we should all perform there. If you're listening, South Lake Tahoe Improv, Sarah Clone and I want to do a tag team. We'll be in. Did you do you get as uncomfortable as I do when they have to run through like Marriotts and stuff and seem excited about like the lodge and they're like it's Lake Tahoe and the binocular thing? Like yeah, I get really uncomfortable when they have to act excited about anything. (laughs) (laughs) Any like when you see and particularly when it's like the bachelorette and you see like grown men having to jump on beds like here we are and like Malmo Sweden like, like yeah. feather like pillow fights yeah like grown men having pillow fights <laughs> so they go up to South Lake Tahoe he checks into the hard rock the girls check into like the lodge from Smokey the Bear or something or like it just feels like it's from like some uh, cartoon child cartoon and and he goes I think when you travel and do new things, it just helps to strengthen a bond. That's what he fucking said. Why do you hate him? I don't because he gets on my nerves. Tell I don't me. know. Break I, it down. I don't know what it is. I because he well because he doesn't care about what anyone says. Yeah, he doesn't have any interest in them. Yeah, it's like how about force a bond by like, or how about get a bond by like asking people about anything. their life. Anything. Anything. Well, in some ways, like when you look at the women that he actually does seem to have a connection with, like. Becca, the girl that he just like, I just want to spoil you from like the one, the long haired one from the first date, which was so uncomfortable. But like, she actually, like, is a smart, grounded woman and actually talked to him. Like, yeah, I thought they had like a thing, and then all of a sudden it seems like she's like on the back burner. My, I know my theory last week was that she was going to win, but now I feel like it might be Shorty Shorehair. I think, do you think he's going to make everybody angry and pick this child? I think at some point he, no, because she doesn't want to be with him. No, There's that's no a he, and he knows it, and yeah. he knows it. Like, that's the fact, is like, she is, she just wants to be on TV, she's got some Instagram followers, she does some fun things, she's cute and funny. Yeah. So, she doesn't want to be with Ari. No, not remotely. She's so young. She should be with, like, Dean. Um, so then... She, She's so young that he was able to put his entire hand through her hoop earring last night. She was wearing <laughs> such a big hoop earring that he actually put... I was like, so... I was like, oh my God, he's going to oh move yeah. his hand and rip out her earring. His entire hand went through the hoop. <laughs> so I don't know if he has tiny hands or if she just wears the biggest earring. Oh my God, I hope he has tiny yeah, little hands. He was, whole, he was like holding he's her hand. He's got some hands. And his whole hand was through. Oh my God, that's so good. So then... So then she shows up, and she, so they go, and they have the one-on-one. Cien, who's way too good for him, gets the one-on-one date. And Crystal is like, Cien has a one-on-one date today, and she's probably going home tonight, and that makes me so happy. Good luck. It's like, fuck you. You are the worst. She's so mean. I don't like her. She's so mean. Yeah, and then, and like, even on the first, like, she kept interrupting 
And it's like, oh. you've had... And she's like, oh, everyone's going to buy everybody mad at me. Oh, my God. And she's like... <laughs> she's like... It's like... She's like, I just feel bad. Like, we just have such a connection. Like, but you should get your time. But it's hard because we have a connection. It's yeah. like... Yeah, we get it. You had a, you went to his fucking house. You met his dog. Like, I get it. Oh, yeah. That was weird, that was so That was so weird. That and, was really and she weird. she looked why just they, like his mom. Why did they decide to bring... Oh, she did. She why looked, did they decide to bring... Date two. On to meet parents. Like, the woman who looked just like his mom to meet his mom. Who she loved did. her. The mom... The only woman in America who loved Crystal is Ari's mom, which I think says something about why Ari's fucked up. Yeah, that's true. Um, so then they go, this date, she's so sweet, and they go parasailing. The lowest parasailing, I've gone parasailing. Have you gone parasailing? I've gone parasailing. No, it's, it's in Mexico. I went in Mexico in and I was 90s. like, so me too, when I was like 13. <laughs> and then I ate uh, some spare ribs at Carlos and Charlie's. Side note, guys, if you go to Mexico and you're like, you know what, I'm going to go off-roading and eat a rack of ribs, I don't, you might want to do that in the States. I threw up 13 times in one night. Yeah, a rack of ribs in Mexico at a Carlos (laughs) and Charlie seems like an odd choice. It seems like your parents weren't paying attention. Oh, you know what? And that's how you go into comedy. Your parents are like, good luck in Mexico. I'll be at the swim-up bar. Mas tequila, por favor. Um... So they go, they go on the world's lowest parasailing date, and and she's just like, and then they go on this date on the beach, and he didn't ask, like, just the silence, he's like, well, waves are nice, she's like, yeah, you know, he goes, waves are awesome, I'm like, the sea's awesome, that's, I love the sea. That's the other thing about him, is I, and I understand that I say it at times too, I try to be aware of it, the amount of times everyone says like on the back shirt makes oh me want to, but he... Thirty-six year old man. He does, and he says it more than all the girls. I haven't noticed that because I know I. I started noticing it last night when I started getting angry with him when he had his little tiny hand through his beard. This tiny lady, like the Christian Wig character, I said, and it's like tiny. He's got like a micro penis and tiny hands. So just waves are awesome, and using the word like every other sentence, I'm like, what is your? You know, I became aware watching him because I feel like. I do this, and now I really hope I never do it again. He keeps referring to them as girls and not women. Like, you girls. And I'm aware. I'm like, I guess, I don't know, like, in this climate, right? There's something about me that's like, and I know I do that, too. But yeah, but you're not a man dating 15 women at a I'm time. A, Just call them women. I'm not a 48-year-old uh race car driver <laughs> slash, like, fucking Century 21 employee that's, like, just fingering my way through every like unemployed actress in Los Angeles <laughs> but I hope to be one day I, know. I can't well, wait you can only aspire to be so they go and so she's like really feeling vulnerable she really got raw by her parents at the age of 14 it was like love isn't safe I can't like I just learned like it was a lot of love isn't safe yeah and and but I did like the, there are other girls who this love story looks like it's more appropriate for them. Like, and I, like, I thought, I liked her pointing that out that, you know, you always see it where it's always the white girl in the end. It's always like that she just didn't grow up with that image. And then what kind of bummed me out was like, at some point he was like, maybe this is the beginning of like our love story. And I just thought, you're not going to pick her, man. Like, don't fuck with this lovely, brilliant, Harvard educated young lady. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like she's so beautiful and cool. He didn't ask her any questions. No, he just he hasn't asked anyone 
any questions. He just says things about the water and... He likes the trashiest white girls. He likes trashy white girls. Like, blondes. He likes, like, except for Becca. Yeah. Becca's not trashy. The ones he wants to bone, it's like Crystal and the single mom a little bit. I know. I don't know what happened to, to Becca, the other Becca. I really thought she was going to be a front runner. In I did, too. This episode. And maybe they're just trying to steer us off. I felt like they knew that he had a thing. I My gut feeling is the producers know that he's got a, like, a little bit of a taste for some sort of trip. Like, <laughs> just like a little more. And so they made him pick a very sort of very presentable it's very Kate Middleton elegant like that first Becca was very sort of presentable and elegant and it made him seem like a thoughtful good guy yeah and even though all he did was like buy her dresses and the grossest lubes that have ever been yeah well I and I oh, those were so ugly and then I love that they put all those dresses and Rachel's stuff on her yeah and then all that jewelry on her right yeah. and then he was like and you get to keep the earrings. Oh like, my god! I know. Like, it was yeah. basically like, don't fucking try to think that you're just yeah. keeping anything yeah. except yeah. for the tiniest little earrings that are in your ears. And she's also like, it's like, also like, I live in Minnesota. Where am I gonna wear? I, where am I gonna wear any? Like, unless Prince was still alive. Like, I like I to go to like Paisley Park. Where am I ever? Like, it's the wrong vibe for the wrong lady. Yeah. Like, now you're ready. You're ready for. You're gonna be the hottest lady in Minnesota. Now I dressed you up. For so, me. Exactly. Yeah. And he's like, I, I want to spoil you. You need to be... It's like, she... But, she but just, it's also like, you're not spoiling her. ABC is spoiling her, and Rachel Zoe is spoiling her. You didn't go out and buy all this no. shit for her. She, I actually like... fine, but I like, liked all the, pretend. I liked all the dresses more than I wanted to. I liked them. I like Rachel Zoe. I did. I liked yeah. them all. When they were all I like... she looked good in all of them. They did. They were all... I was like, that's... It actually made me want to like go on ShopBop and look up Rachel Zoe. I was like, those are really cute dresses. Instead, just get you another pair of Monroe sweatpants. Oh my god, these are the best. This They're is so Christmas. I can't believe I don't have a pair on. I gotta tell you, you were, I saw them and I knew that I needed them in my life. And let me tell you, if you've got a big event coming up, the most overpriced <laughs> pair of sweatpants, the bougie, it's what I asked for for Christmas. I got a bougie pair of They're they so, they're soft. They're so soft. They're so soft. Monroe. Maybe they'll sponsor me. They'll send us a pair of booty shorts or something. Oh my something. god, please, Monroe, if you're listening. Monroe, Monroe, please. We wear them to work because, like, you come, usually you're working at, like, five in the morning yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And late at night. So yeah. it's like, we, and we have, obviously, we get dressed here. So it's yeah. like, they're the perfect. They're the perfect. Oh my god. And us. they're please also. Please sponsor like, Arden and then me also. Oh my god, please sponsor both of us. Both of us. We need it. So then he, she, he was like, from the night you stepped out, I feel like I knew you. And, and then, then they had to go out. And then they had to go dance. Wait, which to, one did he say this to now? Um, the, uh, uh, CN. Right, right, right. And then they go, and they have to dance, and the doors open, and there is fucking Lanko. Lanko. Lanko! Oh! The, I think that was the best. I mean, it's always my most uncomfortable watching people. It actually would, if I had Pretend to, to recognize somebody on stage. Well, that, and then having to slow dance... I'm actually more uncomfortable when no one is in the crowd, like when it's just you having to slow dance in front of like a violinist, like on the show. I guess I'd rather do this, like getting Snapchatted by strangers. Yeah. But like having to be like, oh my God, Lanko's here. This was the best name ever. Lanko. I, when you were texting me, because we were watching it, but I hadn't watched, turned it on yet, and you were like, oh my God. And I was like, I don't know who that is, but then I do know that song really well, and I actually love that song. You know that song? I do. Why well, so listen to like, country music? So, oh my gosh, so they're like a real band. They're a real band, and they were just, that song was, I heard this story the other day that apparently, um, 
there's a show, maybe it's Ashton Kutcher, maybe it's that show. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. On Netflix yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the one or about might Pot be, Dealer or whatever. Right. It might be that show, or maybe it's the other show, Ozark. Yeah. yeah. But one of those shows found that song, and it's like made them huge because they oh let go song. so it was actually good it was like oh my god like so you would have actually been psyched if you were getting grinded I mean, by a realtor the, but that's the only song i know by them that's the only song that they've ever written i think it's the only one they that's all they do a concert they just play that song over and over yeah and everyone's like so psyched that is lenko yeah um he kissed her because that's what he does but then he did the white guy wedding dance dance the pretzel he yeah. fully it made me so uncomfortable mm-hmm. every guy just knows that one move Guys, learn how to dance. Can I just say, a guy that can actually dance a little, just dance just a little. Just a little bit, yeah. The white guy pretzel made me... The, the, the spin the and then spin the pull with in. with like the dip and like sometimes like a slide. Like, I just... Get one more move. Even if you just break apart and you just start breaking into the running man. I would respect oh my God. that so much more. <laughs> I would fucking... It actually would make him interested. Yeah, that I would appreciate. So then, um... They find out the one-on-one is happening, and it's Becca is going on the one-on-one, and it's a 14-year age difference. Oh, you know what? Wait, hold on. I feel like I missed one thing because it's all over the place because I couldn't pause it. Mm, it wasn't even interesting. Never mind. Never mind. Um, yeah, the girls were not happy about the one-on-one. Yeah, no. So the, so the girls were not happy, and... There's the group date first, and they go into the woods, and they bring out a Green Beret combat commander, um, which was maybe the best thing ever. Watching the girls be willing to drink their own pee on television. <laughs> I mean, that might have been one of my highlights of it's, the season. It's not something I was expecting. I didn't understand what those, like, recyclable containers... I didn't know what they were talking about was recycling. I didn't understand that they were supposed to pee in the jar. But then you know they all went and peed in the bottle. That's hard as a female to pee in a bottle. It is. And then one of them was having at it. She was, like, psyched. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, in the interim, that sweet Mikkel that we... I really thought... Because they featured her early on in the packages, the wedding photographer from Utah. Who hasn't done anything... Um, I hope she comes back, but her grandpa died, so she has to leave. Oh, right. She left. That was sad. That was sad. I felt bad for her. Yeah. Um, so then they so they go in the woods. They try to pee in a bottle, and uh, Jenna, the one who was in the white dress at the end of like the last episode, who was like basically fucking him on the couch when they were both shit-faced yeah. at the very end, she was like, I will drink my pee for Ari. I've eaten bugs before. Like, it's like... She's so deviant that she just wants to fucking. She wants to drink her pizza. Yeah, yeah, she wants. She's like, just ask me to drink. Just dare me. Someone, please. So I can be the person that drank my pee on The Bachelor. (laughs) She was bummed that they cut him off before she got to drink her pee. Yeah. Why can't. I was thinking about this last night, and I probably have said this every time I've ever watched The Bachelor. Please. But how come nobody is ever like, you know what? I'm just not feeling it. You know what? I actually worked with. Well, this happened twice. I have there was once in the when it was Caitlin in the beginning and that other girl that got kicked off and then that super gay guy that was like, I need to go find that other girl and then they had this side relationship that they oh, filmed. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was so gay and then at the end she's like, We're just gonna be the best of friends. I'm like, he he was like a singer songwriter that one he knew if he followed her that he would stay on. Like yeah. that he would get publicity. And then I actually um, in the Scooby-Doo movie that I did, the bad guy love interest 
Brooks was on some season I didn't watch, but I guess he made it to the final three, and then he tapped out, like, right before, like, he was final three, and then was like, I, I'm not into this. Oh. I guess in some ways, Peter kind of did that. Kind of, yeah. But I mean, I'm just about like, even now, at the beginning, like... Yeah, you would think. Why do they all act either like they're obsessed with him or heartbroken if he doesn't like them? Like, why can't one just be like, it's fine, I barely got to know him, I don't... I didn't find him that interesting, and peace out. Thanks for the screen time, ABC. I wonder if you're so starved for any kind of, um, does any kind of, like, stimulus that you get just caught up in the competition and wanting to win, and you're just there for one purpose, and you don't do, and you just sit, there's no music, there's no magazines, there's no, like, you can't work out, you're just stuck in a house trying to fuck a realtor. Right. <laughs> and so you're like, the only way to get me out of this house. I have to fuck my way out through Sotheby's yeah. in order to set like myself free. If he doesn't free. like me enough, then I'm going to have to keep going on group dates with all these girls and I hate them all, so I just have yeah. to fall in love with him and try to get the one-on-ones all the time. And I also feel like now the game has changed so much. I feel like the more I've gotten to know some of these people, because I actually, I feel like a lot of them are just trying to get to paradise. Because they yeah. pay them in paradise. They actually earn a living in paradise. Oh, they do? And not, or they make money in paradise. And, like, I think you get your... A lot of them, because they're all so young. Like, if you get enough Instagram followers... Oh, you know the nanny's going to paradise. Oh, fuck. Yeah, she oh, is. she's so going to paradise. Yes, yeah, she is. Like, she... I want to look up her... Do you know her last name? No, but I know that Debbie's been going. We got our coworker Debbie Ryan to start watching, and she's deep. And she's going to do a podcast later this season because it's like um, it's. I remember someone was telling me that you have to like look up her because it's like is her she Instagram. Becca K? Her Instagram, uh, Debbie showed it to me. It's just f- like professional photo shoot after professional photo shoot for like the last five years with like and like a lot of them with like almost her tits showing, like holding like a little like What's pineapple. In front of her tit, and then I think Becca K's the other one. Oh, and then like I think she's Becca with a K, and then I guess Becca Nanny Bachelor Instagram. I'm just gonna put in Batch Becca Bachelor. People will know who it is. So I'm gonna keep. So they go yeah, on this. Sorry. Oh, that's quite all right. So then they're on this group date. They're in the woods. They have to like go on these teams, and then Marique is using her. She's brushing her hair and her compass, which comes up later in the greatest tag ever. And then they fight. He breaks off into these teams, and he Crystal's pouting because she's not on a one on one. And then they go into a hot tub. He sticks her arm around her, and she's so. Which was weird. And then the, yeah. that was weird. And then the other girls were like kind of making fun of him. And then she's like, I'm almost 30. And she freaks out. And she that's when she says, I don't know what I'm going to do. But whatever I do, I have a feeling it's going to be perfect. And it's like she can't handle. And they're all in the group date, like in the hot tub, pretending to be excited by this guy. Yeah. Pretending. Pretending. Yeah. Because he's, he's like a wet noodle. Yeah. When was the last... They need more excitement. When was the last exciting Bachelor? I don't know. I mean, Nick was so... It's, it's and so Ben Higgins was so boring. Oh, right. I've never seen a good Bachelor. That one girl also yesterday, there's a girl that looks just like JoJo. It's freaking me out. She's, like, got long brown hair, and I, every time they pull it, I'm like, oh, my God, wait, it's like JoJo. JoJo's back. She yeah. realized she picked Jordan Rogers. Yeah. And he's like, and now she's back. who actually doesn't want to fuck her, and, like... 
He, he, oh God, that was an odd pairing. Okay, so then they go on the group date. She's freaking out. And um, he pulls aside the little long, young blonde Lauren who is nervous. And, she, and then she says to him, what are you looking for? I know you're looking for a flexible schedule. That's the only that's the thing we've learned. Yeah, that's, that's the only it. thing you've like, learned about him. That's it? That's all you know? And then he's, and she's like, I want to be, he didn't even answer anything. And she's like, I want to be old and gross looking and still spanking each other. And he goes, I like that. Yeah. Just like, like waves are he, awesome. He like yeah, he gives like zero I like that. He gives zero insight into like what life would be like with him except for that it would probably be pretty boring. boring. He does let you know it'll be boring. Like he, yeah. if nothing else, you've been forewarned it's gonna be boring. Yeah. That's like basically all he does. I think he grew up as like a real rich kid who's like hot enough that like he didn't have to develop. I think he's really rich, and and his parents are rich, and he didn't have to develop a personality. Yeah, when we got to, when we went to his house in that first I would let or whatever episode yeah. that was, I was like, oh, it seems like his family has like, a money. ton of money. John yeah. was saying that his family has like fifteen million dollars, and Ari has like four, but like that's a lot of money. Yeah. Um. So then Kendall's psyched because she's always wanted to eat a bunch of bugs, and then. And then so he, she, kiss, she kisses him. and She doesn't want to eat a bunch of bugs and drink her own pee. Yeah. She goes, I always want to eat a bunch of bugs. And he goes, that was gross. He's dumb. I like that. Water's awesome. But that was gross. And then she said, I brought Ping Ping, my penguin. And then um, and then he goes, how does one travel with her taxidermy? And she said, Ping Ping's actually the best traveler I've ever seen. And he actually did say one funny line, which was, because he's not alive. That, oh, Ari. Oh, jokester. Ari. That's what I wrote down, sex addict. That was the first sign <laughs> of sex addict. And then he still tongue-kissed her after hearing about Ping Ping. When you hear about Ping Ping, like my penguin that's been on my shoulder, that's that when you, you go. travel with. Then that's when you go, you know what, maybe I'll let you see the door. And yeah. instead he was like, I am going to, like, try and dry hump you right here. Like, Well, because he also figures if she's lonely enough to travel with a dead penguin, <laughs> that she's definitely going to be interested in him. And, like, everything's open. <laughs> Nothing's off limits. Like, she's down for... And she back door. Ever, that's what yeah. I've seen. There is no part that is off limits. No, no, no. Ping Ping can get involved. <laughs> Ping Ping should fully get involved. So then Crystal says, I felt really challenged to be on such a large group date. Like, I just feel like the other girls don't have a sense of self identity. Like, everything she said would make I would not want to take the bait, but I would still take the bait. Oh, I, I would, want. I would, it would be hard not to because she's so. Um, like demeaning to everybody else. Like yeah. she thinks like you would try not like to. good. You have a nice body and you live in San Diego. Like it's, good for you. And so Tia and Caroline just start to be like, shut the fuck up. I love Tia. Yeah, I like Tia. At first, I was like, okay, you know, they wanted to give you like a substitute Raven, but this is Clavin. It's Tia. Yeah. Like, but I have to say. She's fun and she's cool. She is fun and she's cute. She's cute and she's cool and she's a real lady. And then. Um, she goes, every time she, I'm talking about Crystal, every time her mouth opens, my face goes, what? And I was like, that's right. And then Crystal goes, I'm a mix of emotions. I got a target on my back for having my one-on-one so early. It's like, no, that's not why. No, it's because you're a jet. You're a full sack of shit. You're mean. You're mean. And that's why there's a target on your back. Becca got all those 
Louboutin and those she didn't have a target on her back. No, they didn't, we didn't even see her next Nobody episode. even knows that she's part of the show. <laughs> oh, no, she's literally disappeared. And then um somebody says, Where the fuck is she now? And then somebody said, Kissing his ass. Was that about Ari? I think it was. Um I think because she had like gone off to Oh, she pulled him aside. Yeah. And then she says to him, People feel threatened. I really, I just feel like I'm coming from a place of love. And, like, I just feel like people feel so hurt that people just judge me. And then, and then Tia came up and she goes, will you ask for a minute? And then he was like, can I have a minute? And then he's like, she goes, I'm so above this. And I'm so beyond this. And it was just like, I. She's so condescending. Like, you're not above it. You're on The Bachelor. Like, you're, you're. You're not above it. You're exactly at it. Like, yeah. you're at that same level oh, no, as you're the worst. You, you're not only you're not above it, you are, like, one of the largest villains they've ever had. I hate her more than I hated Olivia with her mouth open. I was about to say that she reminded me of Olivia. Yeah. <laughs> and we all thought the mom was going to be Olivia, but it's Crystal. It was yeah. a switcheroo. Yeah. Um, so then Tia and Caroline... So she went and t- tattled to Ari. T-, T and Caroline come over and was like, did you spend your time talking to him about us? And and she Can you believe it? That is where we got caught off. And I actually did a tweet of the week, but I'm thinking I may save the tweets because there was a lot of funny ones. And you can keep tweeting at me all week and I will do them live at Sketchfest this weekend. I will read them and we will pick the one from this week. At Arda Marine, A R D E N M Y R I N, hashtag W Y A T R. And we will pick the live uh, tweet of the week on stage at Cobb's Comedy Club. And oh my God, there were so many funny. <laughs> you guys were on fire. Please like us on iTunes and uh, on Facebook. We had a lot of really great comments. I don't know if you recall, but I got called. It was a political co- a political podcast, and the host sounded like a hyena that had been um, getting dunked in scalding lava. And I think my favorite uh, iTunes review was this week. By the way, I've been I've gotten like two hours of sleep in like three days. That's why I sound like a lunatic. Five stars, highly recommend. Noelle Rose writes, one of the best political hyena in lava. <laughs> one of the best political hyena in lava podcasts out there. I like that it's only one of the best. I like that there's more happening out there. Um, we also got another call. Oh, we got another one. My Oasis on Grief Island. Five stars from Wing Cupid. Unfortunately, I've been on Grief Island. I'm so sorry, girl. What a way to start 2018. But this podcast has been my oasis every week. I've been listening every since day one. Thank you. And funny enough, this was my first season of watching The Bachelor as well. Oh, that was the... I wish you'd been listening since day one, but you never watched the show. I don't know how you just watched the show without the relief of this podcast. Never stop. And Arden... I'm a fan of the dentist x-ray blanket, too. Again, if you get the weight of blanket, I have a 25-pounder. Apparently, you're supposed to get one that's 10% of your body weight. and So I'm trying to bulk up to 250 pounds to balance out my my um, my blanket. And I will just read. We got some cool emails. Let's see. I'll read one of the emails. <laughs> Okay, rosepodcast at gmail.com. You can email us, and here is some of the emails. It's coming. I don't want to brag, but I have really slow hotel internet. 
Um, oh, okay. Lauren Nickerson sent us a link to the Airstream's uh, caravan outpost. It's in Ojai. Thank you for sending us that. We have another person, Christy Bonet, sent us the caravans. I've stayed at the caravan outpost before, and it's so cool. It's in Ojai, and I'd love to go to a live show hosted there. Bonus, the Ojai Humane Society is literally right down the street. I'm just hoping they hose down the caravans after Ari. Ari dry humped everyone. Thanks for doing the Lord's work, Christy. Well, thank you for emailing us. Guys, I'm sorry it was so rushed and abbreviated today, but I actually had to go earn a living. I know. Paget isn't the only one. I have to go buy my own one-piece bathing suits and thongs once in a while. But I will be with my queen this weekend at Sketchfest, and there will be a special podcast up next week. Okay, bye. Oh, my God. Do I now have to figure out how to play the song out? Am I going to be alone in a hotel right now playing? Yes, I am. This is what's happening. This is happening alone in Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta. Oh, you going out tonight, Atlanta? Well, maybe there's something new in the ATL. Yeah, that's right. Will you accept this bone zone? Hi, girl. I like your cardigan sweater. I'm 78 years old, and rumor has it you're almost 18. I'm a realtor slash car enthusiast. Water's neat. I like that. Now leaving Nerdist.com. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them and what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net.